Welcome to this week's episode of the Wrestle Strong Dojo podcast, where we bring you reviews of Wrestle Strong Dojo on Fight TV. We also bring you interviews with the wrestlers, trainers, and trainees from Wrestle Strong Dojo. Normally, I'm joined by Sean to uh, review these episodes, but today I've got a got a special guest of me. He is the current Wrestle Strong Dojo light heavyweight champion, and he's also junior heavyweight champion, Elliot. Oh, sorry, junior heavyweight uh, champion. He is also uh, one half of the newly crowned Wrestle Strong Dojo Tag Team Champions. He is Banjo Powers. Oh, and thank you so much for that brilliant, brilliant introduction. Yes, it is I in the flesh, Banjo Powers. Fresh from the gym, actually. I'm all pumped up and I'm ready to talk about some wrestling. Let's do it. Yeah, first of all, congratulations on uh, ah, thank uh, you. winning the... And that's uh, going to be the match that we're going to be reviewing later on in this episode. Oh, into great detail. We will go into just how me and Jake Gibson managed to win that match. I'm looking forward to it. But yes, it is all. It is great to be here on the podcast. I listen every week, especially the parts about me. Obviously, I listen to them. But yeah, let's do it, Elliot. Sounds good. So um, we kick off this episode with a promo from someone that we'll be seeing at the Rumble in the Rig, uh, Paul Hogan. What did you think of this, Banjo? Well, Paul Hogan, tell you what, he's changed since those movies, but you know what, he, he looks like he's pepped up full of Vegemite and he's, he's ready to go, so he might be a, he might be a fair challenge in that uh, Rumble in the Rig, from what I see. Yeah, that's the first time I've seen him, and... Um... Yeah, just got a little bit of a glimpse of like a maybe like a Hulk Hogan and even like a Paul Hogan put together. Like maybe they had a love child somewhere along the line. Yeah, it's like a Dragon Ball Z fusion. <laughs> so both their powers combined, God, they're going to be a force to rec- um, reckon with. Yeah, so we'll uh, look forward to seeing Paul Hogan at the Rumble in the Rig. Uh, after this, we uh, we get a promo from Alex Irvine. He's uh, he actually talks about you, saying that you managed to get. Of course, a, he did. Yeah, you managed to get a shot at uh, Adam Fakar, and he's just becoming the uh, junior heavyweight champion. Um, so Alex Irvine, he even mentioned that um, you know he's a competent jujitsu fighter. You've been in the r- ring with him. Uh, does he seem like a competent jujitsu fighter? <laughs> jujitsu? He wouldn't even know how to spell that. But there he is in there. He's gonna have a go doing what he does. The awkward style of professional wrestling. Hey, I'll give it to him. Alex Irvine, he's he's a weirdo, but he sure can wrestle. Yeah, so um, after this, we then hear from his opponent that we're going to be seeing in uh, this episode, Adam Fakar. Seems like he's he's a fan of Alex Irvine, feeling like, um, you know, he doesn't really want to be taking on this match as... Alex Irvine is one of his favourite wrestlers. Uh, what did you think of that? Yep, so it seems that Adam Fakar is a massive Alex Irvine mark. That doesn't surprise me. It doesn't surprise me one bit. But Adam Fakar better watch out. As I said before, Alex Irvine certainly is tricky and can pull moves out of nowhere. You have fought Adam Fakar. I did. Um, if it wasn't for Jake. Wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Let me tell you right now, there is no way that I was going to tap out to the retribution there. Jake just was, you know, came in as an an insurance policy. 
Jake just came in just because he thought, you know, I could use a little bit of help. But I can guarantee you right now, I was not going to tap out. Yeah, um, look, I've, I've seen the match a couple of times. That Maybe it was just bad timing. It looked as though you were about to tap out. I was not going to tap out, okay. Elliot. Let me tell you right now. Okay, okay, okay. We'll move on. We'll move on. Mm. Um, we'll after move on. this, we then um, hear from Alex again. Um, you know, you talk about being a weird guy. He's talking about watching things on VHS tape and um, peeking through windows, seeing how... Yeah, that Adam sounds like Irvine, all right. Peeking through windows. And then after that, we go straight into the match, um, which is Adam Vicar, the Russell Strong Doja heavyweight champion, taking on Alex Irvine for the title. Uh, Adam putting the title on the line. The match going seven minutes and five seconds uh, when Alex tapped out to the retribution. Uh, this was a... You know, very entertaining match. Um, one point there, Alex thought he had won the match, but unfortunately he pinned the referee instead of Adam. Um, you know, you've been in the ring with both these guys. What did you think of the match? Yeah, look, I'm not going to lie. I had a good time watching it. I mean, both the guys are, you know, pretty phenomenal wrestlers in their own right. Adam Fakari's he's the champion. I mean, he never really beat me, but, you know, he's still the champion. And then you have Alex Irvine, who, you know, he he's a very strange fella, but he's very technically sound. You know, all these little gimmicks and tricks, they all have a purpose. But, yeah, he is also an idiot, and he did roll up the referee and, you know, thought he won the belt. And then, out of nowhere, or not so much out of nowhere, but Adam Fagar got two of his students, and they popped out. And then uh, scared scared the hell out of Alex Irvine from what I saw. <laughs> yeah, um, I was live there for that match. Um, the camera probably didn't get the best angle, but um, I saw those two students that came out there to help him, and they looked as though they were um, they were ready to take down whatever was going to come their way. I can I guarantee you now that Alex, Ir those two girls could have tapped out Alex Irvine just like that. Yeah, and it was just after that that um, Alex Irvine gets back into the ring. Yeah, we see him uh, tap out to the retribution. I want to be fair here. Um, I talked about your match of Adam, um, mm -hmm. you getting um, assistance there. Adam got assistance here in this match. What do you think about that? You know, well, like... there you go. He's just a dirty cheat, just like some people claim I am, which I'm not. I'm not a cheat. I'm an honest warrior. You know, I'm a, I'm a reasonably honest guy. But, you know, it just goes to show that Adam Fakar can't win without any help. Okay. Um, I just want to make it clear that um, a lot of these opinions aren't shared by myself. These are just opinions they shared should be. By, by just uh, Banjo Powers. So, um, yeah, Adam and Alex, anything that's said is all uh, coming from Banjo, and I'm not agreeing with any of it. Um, after the match, we then get a little... Uh, preview once again of something that you're familiar with and that's the coin of chance um, we've seen this already where the coin of chance they explain uh, what it means for the person to hold the coin of chance now I'm interviewing someone who has actually held the coin of chance so um, why well, yes I have and I got the coin of chance and then I used it to cash in on Ryan Miller and take the belt from him it was brilliant it was the greatest thing I think I've ever done I didn't even care. I had a full. I didn't even have a proper match with him. I just got to 
smash him, then take the belt straight away. It was brilliant. But yeah, the coin of chance is a brilliant thing, and I was blessed to be the first holder. Um, look, I just, I just want to talk about that. Um, do you think maybe you could have waited for another time to take on um, Ryan? Like, he had just finished a match. Why, why would I bother doing that? Well, it's just... You know, it's just the, the fair thing. The guy's just won his first ever title. And, you know, maybe just come out and say, hey, mate, um, at the next event, I want to take you on one-on-one. But instead, you went in there and you were just like, hey, I'm going to take you on now. I've said this to Sean before. It's very much like Edge winning his first championship. He comes out and takes out a um, a bloody John Cena, you know? It's like, come well, on. That's because Edge knows what it takes to be a champion. You get your chance, and you take it. Now, I did what I did to Ryan Miller because I firmly believe he wouldn't make it as a champion. I think I saved him from uh, losing that belt in a much more embarrassing way. I do wholeheartedly believe that in a normal situation, in a one-on-one match, me... Banjo Powers versus Ryan Miller, you know, and he's fresh. He hasn't had a match before. Before, I would destroy him. I'm 100% certain about that. And that's not to say that Ryan Miller isn't a good wrestler. He's a great wrestler. But he's not as good as me, Elliot. He's not as good as me. So, yeah, in, if, you know, if you look at it through my eyes or the way I see it, I did him a favor. <laughs> okay, we're going to move on from there. Um, and after that, we then get a promo from Banjo and his partner in crime. The headliners! Yes, um, the headliners. I'll tell you what I didn't like about this. I... What didn't you like about it? What's not to like? I just think there's just the, the disrespect from you guys sometimes. It's just... Um... I wouldn't worry about that. Disrespect, mind games, whatever you want to call it. It's called confidence, Elliot. And I take that wherever I go, and I exert it everywhere. So everybody can breathe it in. Okay. And everyone can feel the banjo. Yeah, I mean, you didn't even know the name of the opponents that you guys are taking on today, in this episode. Oh, well, I know they're real. I just didn't know their tag team names. Oh, okay. It, the ki- the killer and the 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 the, the Manila. Uh, it was the um the killer and the Miller. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What did I call them? Um, I don't know. I think you called them maybe Gorilla and the Miller or something. <laughs> maybe <laughs> brilliant. Anyway, that's a better name. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, I do not agree with uh, what Banjo just said there. So after that promo, uh, we then get a quick rundown of the end of year awards, which uh, Sean and I have talked about in a previous episode. Um, But what was different here is that we then got a couple of um, extra promos from the winners of the awards. We got uh, Jake Gibson, um, you know. Well-deserved. You know, accepting his award uh, for the feud of the year. We had a Mystic Jess promo, mm-hmm. accepting the award uh, for getting uh, Rookie of the Year, her and uh, her dragon Arcus. We then get, um, you know, yours truly, Banjo Powers. Yes. 
Most Improved Wrestler of the Year, 2020. And next year, I will be Wrestler of the Year. That I can guarantee. Carry on, Elliot. Um, yeah, can I just ask you something? Um, of course you can. You know, I've seen a couple of interviews of you, and you look as though you're in, like, the Shrine of Banjo Powers. Um, yes. How did that come about? Well, Elliot, I have a room dedicated to me. It is a room I go into, and I meditate, and I just think about me and all the ways I can improve, or how good I am in general, and I just sort of really eat a big bowl of me and just enjoy it. I spend about 10 minutes there every morning and every afternoon after I get my pump on at the gym. Yeah. Um, We also then got Adam Vakar. Um accepting his award for Wrestler of the Year. I thought, to be honest, I thought I was going to get Wrestler of the Year as well. But Adam Fakar, you know, he's all right. But I just want to say I'm a little bit <laughs> about it. Yeah, um, uh, we had um, Almas Terrible. Um, he was a bit sus on the voting. Are you saying you're a little bit sus as well? I think there should be a recount. Ooh, okay, okay. You heard it, so we've heard it from two wrestlers. Um, Almas, uncertain of the um, the outcome, and also Banjo Powers, who probably believes that he should have been a wrestler of the year. Absolutely. I don't know. What's... Look, Almas look, is a lot like me in a lot of ways. And the main way is we don't concede. All right, never concede. That's the, every time I talk to Elmas, that's what we always say to each other. Never concede. Okay, look, I'm just going to leave it there. I'm not, um, I really don't want to turn this political, you know, so I don't want to be involved in this if it does. Um, Maybe we'll it, talk about it later, Elliot. On your other podcast. Yeah. <laughs> where we can talk political. We'll get into it there. The politics of whether or not Adam Fakar um, uh, may have. Uh... Look, I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it. I'm just saying I think I would be a better choice. Okay. I'm going to move on. I don't want this to get um, deeper than what it already is. So, anyway, well, hey, you're going to enjoy this next part because we're going to be talking about the actual tag team match. Excellent. Uh, this was the final of the uh, Tag Team Championship Tournament, uh, which saw this match, which had the headliners, taking on the Killer and the Miller. Uh, the match going 15 minutes, 42 seconds, when you yourself mm-hmm. pinned uh, Ryan Miller. After yes, the, yes, uh, I believe Ryan Miller uh, ate the Richard, as it would be. Yes, after the uh, Eater Richard. This match, you know, I looked at the time that it went, and I mentioned it last week when I was talking to Sean, and I'll say it again this week. It didn't feel like the match went 15 minutes, 42 seconds. It seriously felt like it only went like a few minutes. That's because it was such a great match. What you were involved in the match. You were, you know, I'll give you credit where credit's due. You know, you were fantastic. I said last week to Sean, I said the team that was going to win this match would be the team that actually gels the best. I mean, that's not saying that the Killer and the Miller 
um, don't gel. But it was just a matter of that the team that was going to win was the team that gelled the best. And for you and your partner, the headliners, uh, the headliners, you know, take it away. Tell me about the match. Well, you see, with big finals like that, you know, you really, you really have to pep yourself up. You really have to be ready because both teams have nothing to lose and they want it all. But just so happens the headliners wanted it more. Now, I knew I had a psychological edge going in, especially over Ryan Miller, since, of course, I did take his junior heavyweight title off him. You could see it from the start. His eyes were straight on me. He's furious with me. And that's why, you know, we had a bit of a scruff before the uh, match actually started. As you could see, there's, there was some very stiff forearms exchanged. And then um, as the match kicked off, Dean Draven decided to uh, grab my head and uh, bash me a few times and gave me a nice slap to the face. But I got back up. You see, that's the thing with me, Elliot. You can hit me as hard as you want, but I still get back up. And I can guarantee you I'm going to hit you twice as hard. But we carried on. Me and Jake kept the heat on Ryan. We tried to isolate him as much as possible. Dean would get in. He'd, you know, he'd get us back. He's a big dude. What can you do? Real hard chops. He's a legend, of course. But, I mean, when we got to the, uh, got to that superplex, wasn't that awesome, right? That was great to watch. We got there. Dean thought he could sort of get under us and sort of power bomb us to hurt us as well as Ryan to sort of stop the flow. But I managed to get a bit of energy. I managed to pick myself up. I managed to throw Dean to the outside, jump up and giving a give him a very smooth dive off the top there. The crowd loved that, by the way. Then that gave time for Jake Gibson to give the overdose DDT. I came in with the bullshwing, jump on the top, and then eat a Richard. And that is what Ryan did. He ate that Richard, and he ate it well. You know, you do that move to Dean on the outside. Is that just an example of uh, the links that you were willing to take Absolutely. in order to win these um, tag team titles? Absolutely. I'll do anything. You name it. If there's gold on the line, I want it. I must say one thing. When I saw that, I saw that live. I was happy, lucky enough to be there live. Uh, probably the result I wanted. But anyway, the result is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, seeing you jump off there, I thought, this guy's a madman. But as you said, you know, you were willing to do whatever it took to, uh, yes, sir. to get that gold. Yes, sir. And uh, the crowd... Although they probably liked that move, they weren't too fond of you or you and Jake, particularly uh, with some of the things that you guys said after the match. Well, I mean, we're not there to please them. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm there to please, please, please myself without that sounding strange. I, I'm there for me. I'm not there for the crowd. I'm there to win and I'm there to take home gold. I'm there for the big paychecks. You know... If the crowd don't like me, hey, that's their opinion. Because I like me. And I'm the most important. Really. Hey, um, also, too, congratulations. The first ever in Wrestle Strong Dojo. A double, double champion, champ. yes, Elliot. Uh, how does that feel? You know what? 
Do you remember when Conor McGregor won the second belt in the UFC? Dropped yes. down a drop, went up, went down a weight division. I can't remember. Yeah. And he looked on the Titan Tron and he said, "Damn, that looks good." That's exactly how I felt when I went back home with two belts, one on each shoulder, and looked in the mirror, and I said, "Damn." Damn, I look good. Hey, um, you 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 have every right to do that, you know. Double champ, you got two belts. Um, not too many people can call themselves double champ. Mm-hmm. You, you know, this match was um, there was a first in a lot of things. You know, you had Jake Gibson, the first ever Wrestle Strong Dojo um, Junior Heavyweight Champion. Yes, and then all of a sudden you have you two that are the, the first current, ever yes. uh, tag team champions. Yes, yes, and then you. Becoming also the first ever um, double champ. Yes. Wrestle Strong Dojo. Yes. And it's, and it, I got to tell you, it feels great. Uh, look, I'll, look, I'll be honest with you. I'm not the biggest fan of uh, the headliners, you and uh, Jake. I think there's a lot of things that you guys do um, that sort of irks me a bit uh, while I'm watching mm-hmm. Wrestle Strong Dojo on Fight TV. But mm-hmm. first, your efforts against. Uh, Mystic Nation. Yes, the Mystic Nation. And then against the Killer and the Miller. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you guys thoroughly deserve to be absolutely tag team champions. And, so, and, and as I said before, we, we don't do it for fans like you, Elliot. Okay. We do it for us. And I do it for me. Carry on. Yeah, so that's the episode. Episode 15, Tag Titles. Mm-hmm. Um, if I can just ask you a, a couple more questions before yes. we finish up. Of course. Um, how are you feeling as the junior heavyweight champion? Um, uh, you know, what's on the horizon? Um, what have you got planned there? What I have planned next, I want a rematch with Adam Fakar, and I want to take that heavyweight belt. I'm putting on weight at, weight at the moment. I mean, I'm drinking a lot more of those shakes I made, like you saw in the other week on Wrestle Strong before my match with Adam Fakar. Yeah, that made me sick watching that. I was just like, man. You think it made you sick? <laughs> Nearly made me sick, but I managed to like swallow it back down. Anyway, I basically I want it all, Elliot, and a lot of people know that, but I want it all. So you're gonna become a triple champion, possibly. I want to become a triple champion. Ooh, there you go. You heard it here first. I had a chance to interview Adam on the podcast. He oh, seems good. like a really good guy, um, a really good champion, a champion that we can all be proud of. Yeah, um, he's a good guy, but is. like, you know, I don't care. <laughs> he's got the belt. I want it. Maybe the stipulation will be that there could be no Jake Gibson on the side so um, he can stop you from tapping out. <laughs> we don't need to do that. I don't see why Jake can't be there. I mean, like, he sort of hardly did anything last time when you think about it technically. Sort of. Anyway. Well, you got any more questions? So this is a new year, 2021. Yes. Um, you know, you're there at Rissa Strong Dojo. Is, Absolutely. Is there anyone there you're seeing that you're looking forward to maybe getting into the ring with or someone else that you may be looking forward to potentially be uh, wrestling with um, this year? People I'm looking forward to wrestle. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you've seen, but there's there's this new student. You heard of that Lido? Le- Lido? The yeah. wolf, wolf one? Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. She seems pretty vicious. She seems pretty scary. So she true. seems pretty scary. I think she might put up a half decent fight. Mm-hmm. Other than that, yeah, a lot of the new rookies. I'm looking forward to smashing in the ring. As people listen to this episode, yeah, uh-huh. uh, this week will be the Rumble in the Rig. There's the potential there for you to be not only the junior heavyweight champion, tag team champion, but you can also be the coin of chance, coin of chance holder. And you know exactly what I'll do with that. Throw it directly on the ground in front of Adam Fakar. But yes, the rumble in the rig. Definitely looking forward to it. There's a few competitors in there that I... I know they're tough cookies, but... Hey, they ain't banjo. And I I don't want to try and create uh, drama here, but what would happen if uh, Jake was to win the Rumble and he'd have the coin of chance, like... Well, it doesn't matter if he win, if he gets the coin of chance and wins a heavyweight belt. More power to him than the headliners have got everything. I know I won't have it, but he'll have it, and then we'll have all the gold. Yeah, but what I mean is, like, um, you know, he may want the junior heavyweight. Well, it's ridiculous. Well, nah, he wouldn't do it. You, you, you think? <laughs> uh, look, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying... I'm you think saying. you'd do that? Uh, look, hey, you guys seem like you are the type of guys that would do whatever it took to further your own, um, I guess, successes. So, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, I don't know. You think you might do Right. Okay. Ah, I don't think yeah, you'd do that. I don't think. I don't think you would. Um, I don't, yeah. He might. Anyway. Uh, anyway. Yeah, so, no. Look, Banjo, I just want to say thank you so much for coming in. Um, on yeah, absolutely. Podcast. Anytime. I know you're not my biggest fan, but I'm sure one day you will be, Elliot. Uh, once again, congratulations on your successes that you've That's had right. in this strong dojo. You know, let's hope, or maybe hope not, that they continue in 2021. And yeah, once again, thank you so much for coming on. Well, that's all right. Just remember, everybody, I am everything you are not. And that's why they call me the Hot Shot. Goodbye, everybody. See you next episode.